This is Wahid Jensen, and you are listening to Away Beyond the Rainbow. and welcome to a brand new episode of Away Beyond the Rainbow, this podcast series dedicated to Muslims experiencing same-sex attractions who want to live a life true to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Islam. I'm your host Wahid Jensen and thank you so much for joining me in this episode. Last episode we started talking about support systems and it was a general introduction with some FAQs and it addressed mainly um, local and small support groups uh, in your own life, friends, family, colleagues and mentors. In this episode, we start a series of episodes where we talk about global and international efforts and support groups that are available, which you can take part in, and you can find, inshallah, lots of resources and lots of help in these different support groups. In this episode, inshallah, I will interview uh, my friend Ali Al-Jafari, who is the uh, head of a strong support organization in the United Kingdom. And we will explore together uh, so many aspects of that organization and how it helps individuals who uh, experience and struggle with same-sex attractions. All right, so let's get started. Salam alaikum, Ali. Wa alaikum assalam. How are you doing? Alhamdulillah, I'm very blessed for uh, you to invite me to this podcast i'm um i'm one of your fans you know alhamdulillah i'm a fan of your all the beautiful work you're doing so thank you for having me thank you so much i'm really honored to have you and i'm a big fan of your work as well jazakallah khairan um we have so many things to talk about um i know that some of the listeners are already familiar with your story and your work i'm going to be adding a link to the uh podcast episode the interview that you had done last year with the muslim vibe so people can listen to your story in detail inshallah mashallah um, such a moving and heartwarming story of so many triumphs and successes may allah increase you um, but just as a as a brief summary to the listeners who may be listening to you for the first time can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you have come to where you are right now mm-hmm. so um i you know i remember i was as young as first day of school i just remember being different and Mm-hmm. I, I remember looking at the boys and thinking, wow, they're, you know, they're rough and tumble. And I just didn't feel like I was one of them. Right. I I grew up with my sisters, uh, mostly. Um, and my mom was, you know, kind of like very present in our upbringing. My dad worked mm-hmm. jobs. So, uh, you know, he's he, he's amazing. He's, he's really good. But it wasn't when we were growing up because... Um, he wasn't as much there as uh, mom and my sisters were. I kind of grew up in that environment. Mm-hmm. And I remember being bullied, you know, throughout school years for being effeminate. 
Um, I had very few friends, mm-hmm. uh, but the ones I had are, are still close to me now, you know, so I had like a very small circle of friends mm-hmm. and, um, I was in a lot of pain. And I remember back then I used to use academia as a self-defense. So I would, you know, kind of, um, say, okay, I need to have the best marks or something. So I could kind of feel that, you know, I belonged or I was worth something or as valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of uh, SSA, um, it was 12 when I remember I had moved from Pakistan to England at that point. My whole family had migrated mm-hmm. and it was at the time of puberty. So not only had I um, migrated from Pakistan to a completely different country here in England. Mm. Uh, at that time, I was experiencing being different from the population in England, and I was experiencing um, same-sex attractions. And I remember the first time putting in Google "men like men" because mm. <laughs> right? I didn't know how to describe it, right. and. Um, and that's what kind of led me into the pornography, which was an issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember being so angry at Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because I was like, why has he given me this? You know, mm-hmm. why out of everything, this is what he's trialed me with. Right. And for 11 years, I didn't tell anyone. Um, so I can understand the shame, you know, that people go through. And it wasn't until I was at uni, I was working that year, I was uh, alone, I was independent, and I was learning to drive. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there was so many factors. And then, uh, you know, I went into almost depression. And then I told, uh, finally, I told the counselor, I, you know, I'm struggling with same-sex attraction. Mm -hmm. And I was the first person I told in 11 years. um, And I can't, I I still can't describe to you the weight that was lifted on that moment right? Um, because I was carrying it for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in terms of where I am now, um, you know, I remember I started um, the first ever book I read was an online PDF of reparative therapy for the male homosexuality by Joseph Nicolosi. Mm-hmm. And I read that book and I was crying because I was thinking, finally, someone understands what I'm going through. Finally, someone understands what these feelings are. Right. And, you know, fast forward that to today where, you know, I've been involved with um, work uh, around this with, you know, different organizations and then setting up something for the Muslim community now. Alhamdulillah. Mashallah. And you are married uh, now, right? Yes, I'm married. Alhamdulillah, I got, um, I found uh, someone who, um, you know, accepted me with all of this. Um, And, uh, you know, it it just shows Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is is present in our lives if we, you know, if we truly and sincerely, if if we believe in him. So, alhamdulillah, yeah. Alhamdulillah, mashallah, that's that's wonderful. Um, so you were saying that uh, you've recently started Strong Support. So how did the idea for this organization come about? So, you know, I was frustrated at the Muslim community for so long because I was like, 
there isn't a Muslim voice and I just didn't feel like there was any adequate support. Mm-hmm. And uh, it w- this was something which I was in my mind for a long time. That I need to create a community. I need to do something. And it wasn't until um, last year when I, um, so it would Brothers Road, uh, which we can speak more about. Um, sure. I went into their weekend journey beyond and I looked around, you know, at the end of the weekend, I looked around and I was like, oh, wow, you know, there's no Muslims here. There's no Muslim influence mm-hmm. or there's no, there's no other one. Um, and there's such a community. And I felt a very, very big calling in me to start something for the Muslim community after that, realizing that, you know, the um, the change and the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had given me, the education and the understanding, mm-hmm. I couldn't just keep to myself and I needed to share that. So it was last year in October 2019 that, um, you know, I went to uh, Muslim Vibe and I said, I, I have something I need to speak to the Muslim community about. Mashallah, that's that's wonderful. So you're giving back to the community because you feel that it's a duty and responsibility because you have all of this knowledge and the wisdom that you have gained throughout the years and you would really want to make a difference in a community where you feel that there's no voice that speaks on behalf of individuals experiencing and struggling with SSA. Um, that's wonderful, mashallah. So um, if I were to ask you, uh, with regards to strong support, what is the mission and the vision of this organization? What do you hope to achieve from this organization that you have started? Mm-hmm. So strong support is a peer support organization for Muslims around the world um, who struggle with same-sex lust, but they don't identify with a label. So they won't, you know, they won't identify with a particular um, like LGBT or label, right. but instead uh, they choose to embrace themselves as mu'mineen, as people who have taqwa, people who want to live a God-centric life. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our vision is um, a world where we can self-determine our sexual identities as God-centric mm-hmm. instead of using, you know, a, um, another identity so we envision uh, a place where we can freely express our feelings, beliefs, and uh, aspirations in a safe environment mm-hmm. um, without judgment or shame. And, you know, um, that's that's like the mission and vision um, to create safe spaces for, for, these, for these Muslims. MashaAllah. What are the services that you provide? So if anyone gets in contact with you, mm-hmm. um, what do they expect in terms of support? What are some activities that you do? Okay. So, um, you know, like I said before, we are a peer support organization. So we're entirely volunteer led. And um, so, for example, one volunteer stepped up and he said that he wants to do more support groups. Mm-hmm. So we've got uh, a support group which uh, we have in London. Right. And another one that we've recently started for the folks in U.S. Mm-hmm. There's another volunteer who's, uh, who's wanted, stepped up and said, we need more research around this. We need more articles that are published. Um, so, you know, uh, we have... Um, we recently published this article on um, a study which we investigated the barriers mm-hmm. as the same Muslims face in accessing support. So 
our activities is driven by the uh, wants and aspirations of our volunteers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other part is um, uh, the, the stuff which I kind of manage is uh, we have a support form. So you fill that in, mm-hmm. uh, you get a free consultation call with us. And, you know, we, we speak, we've had about 50 people use that service so far. Mm-hmm. And um, we recommend books or counselors or, you know, even groups, podcasts like yours or, you know, Straight Struggle, uh, Discord platform, whatever is there. Mm-hmm. So people are kind of, uh, you know, it's like an orientation call. So they kind of know what's what's available. Right. Uh, we also have Support Circle. So that's uh, uh, that meets on Wednesday's evening by Zoom. Mm-hmm. And um, in that we have... Uh, we take both an Islamic perspective as well as a psychological perspective and um, onto SSA. And that's like, a, uh, that's why I recommend people because that's what I did for my, I did four years of group work and it really helped me. So that's what I'm giving out. Um, we also have one-to-one coaching. So we have some people who say, okay, they want one-to-one, you know, they can't really do the group thing. It's too much for them. Right. Um, we also have webinars. Um, so in webinars, our aim is not just the SSA uh, community, but the wider community. So mm-hmm. the wider community that doesn't know what SSA is or uh, how can we best help that, the webinars are targeted to that. Um, and then we we have like groups, private Facebook groups as well. So people can, you know, people can join and find like-minded individuals. That's wonderful. Um, one question that comes to mind as you were describing those uh, services and events, um, if someone wants to remain anonymous, like you said, there are Facebook groups and there are Zoom calls. So I assume some people wouldn't want to show their faces or to use their real names. Is this an option? Yeah, I mean, um, in the um, Facebook, for example, a lot of people have Facebook, um, you know, they have accounts in which they've created anonymously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Facebook group itself is private, mm-hmm. um, and with the support circles, what we uh, have is we have a group contract, mm-hmm. uh, which everyone signs, and that everything is confidential. So anything which is said in the group remains confidential. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of anonymity, you can be anonymous, but what I do encourage people is to come with their true, authentic selves. You know, mm-hmm. so. I think there's a level of shame still in our communities that if I'm sitting in a support group and I can't, you know, and everybody's in the same boat and I still can't authentically, you know, um, experience or, uh, well, say who I am and where I'm coming from and let other people see me in a support group, which is, you know, bound by confidentiality. And that means that person may have still more work to do in their, um, uh, with shame about SSA. But at the same time, we're not prescriptive. We're not directive. So if people want to stay anonymous, they can. Mm-hmm. We do encourage people uh, in a closed group, in a private setting, to be authentic and you know drop the shame of, um, you know, I can't with terms of the identity and stuff because um, you'll find that in our groups that at the start people are very 
unsure so they won't you know they won't put video on or they'll be they'll use a pseudonym and towards the end you know after two three four sessions they're turning the video on they're using their audio they're using their real name and that really shows progression of mashallah. where they are absolutely yeah that's that's wonderful mashallah um and uh, you spoke about webinars, so can you give us examples of some of the webinars that you have already done? What is the scope of the content, for example? So um, the webinars are, you know, really information pieces. We started with um, psychotherapist Andrew Rodriguez, and he did this brilliant piece on the different types of uh, therapy, mm-hmm. therapeutic models, which are available. Um, you know, we had speakers like religious speakers like Sheikh Fadl Suleiman, who's been a great support Um a tremendous support for many Muslimin in terms of, you know, religious support and support from the ulama, right. um, as as well as, you know, we have um, uh, other speakers lined up, like we had Christopher Doyle, inshallah, who would um, talk about the political climate, which is surrounding, surrounding this issue. And inshallah, we have more planned up um, uh, I try to do one every month in which not just the SSA but people you know I've had psychotherapists who have contacted me mm-hmm. afterwards saying we need Muslim psychotherapists who have contacted me saying oh this is brilliant we need we need more information about this and it's really it, they're free they're free so anyone can join and you know they can ask questions as well as kind of unravel this uh, community which you know seems to be forgotten uh, in the muslim community exactly yeah absolutely um and if someone wants to get in touch with you and know all about the support circles and the events and the webinars everything is posted on your website correct that's right yeah so you can find our website at www.strongsupport.co.uk and, uh, you know, um, you can find all the information, our webinars, Facebook groups, and yeah. Everything is in there. I will, inshallah, put a link to the website in the episode description so everyone can access that. Um, and as you were talking about the different services, uh, I know that some of those services uh, people pay for, others are free. So can you give us just a quick overview of which services are for free, others are paid, and um, how do you go about that? Mm-hmm. So the service which is for free is the consultation call. Mm-hmm. Um, so the initial consultation call where people call in and say, you know, we're struggling, we don't know what to do. Uh, that initial call is absolutely free. Mm-hmm. In our support circle, the first session is free. Mm-hmm. So people get a taste of what it is. Um, uh, you know, and the services that we provide, um, it's we're a not-for-profit organization. So uh, the the income which I'm getting is um, just to support the costs, say the uh, costs of Zoom or the costs of the website, mm-hmm. or uh, you know going forward if we do events and so on, um, right. the costs of that. So we're not for profit, so we're not here to kind of you know if you see our rates, they're like ten pound a session, which is Very a cheap. lot cheaper than. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're finding, you know, uh, even even our one to one is fifty pounds, which is like nowhere near the 
$200 or $100 you'd be at least paying yep. for a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the the prices are just there really for, for us to sustain the cost and as well then to promote the organization further. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, when you're supporting strong support, you're not supporting, you're supporting the organization as such. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Wonderful. Um, one of the things that came to mind, um, which is when we access the website, we see that it's for uh, Muslims who experience same-sex lust. Why did you choose the term lust instead of same-sex attractions or other terms? Some of us kind of find this word a little bit rather off-putting. So how do you respond to this? Mm-hmm. Well, the um, so strong support even in its name, is taken from Qur'an, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the verse um, 80 in uh, chapter 11, where, um, you know, Luke alayhi salam says, um, uh, So if only I had against you um, refuge, uh, or power refuge in a strong support. So similarly, mm. from the Quran, we take litatuna rijalakum min shahwa min dunisa, bal antum kaman musrifun or bal antum kaman tahjalun, depending on the uh, the verse you're reading. Um, so we wanted the terminology to come from the Quran, mm-hmm. and the Quran is very clear in calling the um the attraction lustful so it calls it shahwa Mm -hmm. Uh, and you know ssa in terms of an attraction in english an attraction can still be a good thing you know i may be attracted to uh a male which is a role model for me so you know the attraction is halal you mm-hmm. can still say the attraction is good. Uh, I'm attracted for the right reasons, mm-hmm. um, or I'm a uh, you know. So the with the word lust, there is no you know ifs and buts. We can we're really pinpointing what the actual issue is. Mm-hmm. Um, so from a Quranic perspective, that's why I decided to use the um, word same sex lust. That's actually very interesting. So you take it to a next level, which is um, differentiating between what is negative and what is positive. Attractions in and of themselves are neutral, Mm. um, but the lust is the the aspect that needs to be worked on because it's frowned upon in our religion, right? Yes. I mean, I, I say to so many people, like, I have attractions and, you know, I say, well, that's fine what what is behind those attractions you know if i had um an upbringing a childhood where i yearned for male affection affirmation and approval then Mm. those attractions are halal because that's a legitimate need which needs to be fulfilled um so that's why you know um and that's not problematic um people without ssa will also say oh i i have attractions towards other men who I deem to be better than myself because we're we're all attracted to something which is good or something which we perceive to be good. Uh, so that's not problematic. What's problematic is like they say in Islam, the second look, 
you know, mm-hmm. or or something which we then delve on, which then becomes in, into lust. That's what's, um, you know, that's what the uh, issue is. Mm-hmm. The initial attraction is 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 not an issue. Hundred percent, beautifully said, mashallah. Um, so, if I were to ask you, how has the reception been so far to strong support and the services that you have been offering? Um, how is it how is the feedback coming to you from the people who are benefiting from the services on one hand and from the muslim community as well in the uk because you are based in the uk that's right yeah um you know a lot of people ask me that because and i had a huge amount of fear that if i'd go public people will see me differently you know my family my friends my circle right and um, I was speaking to one of the uh, brothers in our community, in the Manchester community, and he said, Ali, before you did really good things, and I, you know, I really respected you, and I saw you, like, here, like, he pointed his hand, saying, here, mm-hmm. and then he said, when you came out with strong support and what you were doing, I have so much more respect for you, and I now see you here, you know, he lift, really, really Higher. lifted his hand, yeah. and uh, I was like, wow, subhanAllah, because it took so much strength for me to be vulnerable and for me to, you know, kind of really pour my heart out. I remember leaving uh, the Muslim vibe, um, the studio and just feeling drained because I felt like, oh my God, (laughs) I've just, you know, Mm -hmm. I've just uh, given everything out. Exactly. uh, the response has been amazing. You know, I've I've barely seen. Um, maybe I've been very lucky. Maybe I've been protected by Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. I've barely seen negativity or you know, kind of any hostility. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if anything, um, we've had about two hundred interactions uh, with strong support with people all over the globe saying they really connected with the story. They really connected with the work. And um, in terms of the populace, which I'm helping, directly helping, Mm -hmm. we recently asked um, the uh, people in support circle, because that's a weekly thing, so Mm -hmm. they see me weekly, uh, to review. And I posted those reviews on the website uh, without any editing, you know. Mm -hmm. So that was exactly what they said. And, um, you know, people said it was life-changing. It was, um, it was really helpful. And, you know, the biggest thing for me is at the end of the session, when people feel like, oh my God, wow, I feel so much better, you know, and that's what I do it for that feeling that, you know, that someone at the end says, you know, um, I feel lighter. I feel like I've been heard. That's what really makes everything, all the effort that we're doing worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. May Allah increase you and bless you and protect you. MashaAllah. This is, this is wonderful. Um, so if, if I were to ask you just to give the audience who are listening to us right now a general overview of the demographics of your audience so far. So you've said that since October 2019, you've established this foundation. Mm-hmm. So in terms of, for example, the countries that the members come from, is it just men or men and women are also involved? What are the age groups? Uh, how many are married, unmarried and so on? Mm-hmm. So I can kind of give you like a rough um, estimate on these. So in terms of our mailing list, our mailing list is about 150 
um, individuals. We have um, in our Facebook page, our men's group has over uh, 50 or just over 50 men. In terms of women, uh, there is about uh, three or four are women. And it's it's one of the things which I've kind of like... Mm-hmm struggled and I've struggled are, are we marketing correctly to women because um that's one of the populaces I feel that right. we don't really cater to or they're not or maybe we're not marketing in terms of it coming you know uh, but there there has you know slowly slowly there has been women who have approached us we've um so I would say um we've also had parents you know like we've had I would say about five uh, instances of parents coming forward uh, asking for support. Um, We've also had um, scholars or, you know, psychotherapists, Muslim psychotherapists coming forward. Mm -hmm. In terms of the demographics, uh, we've uh, we've had a lot of... um, Outside of UK, I would say a lot from the Middle East, so places like Egypt, Kuwait, um, and 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 places where they require me to speak Arabic, but I can't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so a lot of uh, and you know largely due to uh, Sheikh Fadl's um, work, we got people from Egypt, for example. A lot of people mm-hmm. from Egypt um, contact right. us. Um, but it has been literally all over the world. I mean, if you look in the survey that we did recently, we did the demographics in there. Mm-hmm. And it was literally so many different countries, like Trinidad and, you know, like things that you would just not think. Um mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's been both from the U.S. and the U.K. And the funny thing is in support circle, at the moment, there is no one from the U.K. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so all of the individuals are in different countries. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, so we are, um, we are kind of like an international global organization partly because of the fact that there doesn't seem to be efforts in other places uh for for this issue Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah and um some some of the members are married i would presume and others are not right yes so we have i would say most are unmarried but um in terms of um uh, I would say a very small population, maybe like five um, percent. I would say mm-hmm. are are married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And in terms of the age groups, I would assume there are young and old people across the spectrum. Or how do you find the most members are in what age group? You would say an estimate. Uh, I would say uh, between. We've had like half of them would be between 20 to 30, mm-hmm. you know, and then the other half might be uh, slightly older, um, older than that. Um, but the, the we've seen that the people who've engaged us more are people in that first 20 to 25, you know, that early right. um, early sector when you're just kind of identifying, you know, earlier 
20s when you're identifying who you are, where you fit in and, and things like that. And it's been that populace that's perhaps has engaged us more than uh, than any other demographic. Right. MashaAllah. Um, and you said that, um, as we know, um, strong support is mainly for Muslims who experience same-sex lusts. But um, do you have non-Muslims also on the forum or are non-Muslims in general welcome to join and benefit from your services? Oh, absolutely. You know, we had I know in our Facebook groups, I had um, one um, Christian brother who basically said, um, you know, he joined and I said to him, you're absolutely welcome to join. Anyone is at all is is welcome to join as long as they're not offended by us posting Islamic material. And he said, of course right. not. Um, so absolutely, it's um, it's tailored for Muslims uh, just because Muslims kind of need that, you know, additional support that they feel comfortable that it's uh, halal it's you know uh, it's it's god focused it's god centric but r- realistically the work that we do and you know that uh, we provide is 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 open to all um, and anyone absolutely anyone can contact us and ask for help and actually in our webinars we 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 see we don't see Muslim, just Muslims. We see people of faith, people of not faith, Christians, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it's definitely open for everyone. MashaAllah, that's great. Um, and and you said that, alhamdulillah, the, the reception to strong support and to the work that you're doing has been positive from the community and you've been getting a lot of support and positive messages. Um but given that you live in the UK and the current socio-political climate, have you had any, let's say, challenges or negative experiences when it comes to the media or the community with regards to the work that you are doing? Mm. Well, I mean, um, perhaps we haven't been as vocal, you know, um, and, and we know the media's at at moment they have um, there's a bill which is being passed on the Gender Recognition Act in the UK, mm-hmm. which is looking to uh, ban what they call quote-unquote conversion therapy. Um, right. And, you know, with groups like, uh, you know, with part, I would say partner groups who are doing similar things like the Core Issues Trust, mm-hmm. um, they have faced you know, incredible discrimination with their bank accounts being pulled away, services from MailChimp, PayPal being taken away from them. Oh, wow. uh, and they've experienced uh, threats, death threats, um, you know, uh, hate, abuse on their page. Um, and it, it is it is frightening. You know, it's almost like... Um, uh, like a mob attack, wow. which is which has happened to them, and um, but we we know that you know like we have this concept in Islam that when you speak truth, you will you do face difficulty. Mm-hmm. You will face difficulty as the Prophet did when when he did his 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 mission. Of course. Um, I mean, I personally, perhaps because we've not been as uh, as public as vocal, uh, we haven't received um, that type 
uh, we've received messages here and there on our Facebook pages, but nothing which has been, you know, like of a, um, of that level. Mm-hmm. It, it is unfortunately something which is very misunderstood in in UK at the moment, where um, our voices, uh, you know, as, as like I say, strong support is we're not there to be anti-LGBT. We're not there to uh, promote hatred towards the LGBT. All we're saying is this is our truth, this is our story, and we're a populace who chooses not to identify with with gay or straight with a sexual identity. Instead, we're people who are moving towards taqwa, moving towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and moving towards our life goals. Mm-hmm. Um and sometimes that's difficult for people to understand, but we're open to discussion. Um, and we've contacted Liz Truss, who is the MP, mm-hmm. uh, who's dealing with this. And they replied, and they, their response was that the government will not stop faith organizations in seeking the support that they need. Mm-hmm. So... Um, so I'm hopeful that, you know, this continues and, you know, we have the freedom to uh, to live our lives as how we wish to live them. Right. MashaAllah. That's, that's wonderful to hear. Alhamdulillah. Um, if I were to ask you what has strong support given you as, as Ali so far and how has, it, how has it benefited you as a person? Wow, that's a, <laughs> that's a big question. Yep. <laughs> I remember we had a session uh, with a scholar and it was a vision document. So basically we had an exercise in which we everyone had to draw up what they would change in the world. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if they were to change something. And I remember at that time I couldn't really say this is what I want to change, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want. Uh, this is like maybe six, seven years ago. I drew, I drew this vision in which I wrote, "Okay, I want a safe space for Muslims. I'd like more research um, in these issues. I'd like more people to, you know, kind of explore the Islamic literature for healing and support." Um, for this issue and I had all of this and I was like this is my vision um and for now for me to be living that vision for me to um connect with so many muslimin around the world and recognizing we're not alone we aren't alone in this and right. um and recognizing that uh, you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a plan. He's changed my life. He's 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 had an active change on the work which I've done. And, you know, from the work which I'm doing now, the little which I'm doing, even if that's helping a little, you know, one person, even if it's helping one person, it's helping few people. That's that's amazing for me. Um, because I I know what it feels like. I know what the shame and the fear and the sadness and um you know it, it's 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 excruciating the um the you know my going back to my darkest moments in ssa 
and mm-hmm. uh, not having any hope. And I, I recognize how painful that situation was. So for me to now to just do something which can help alleviate that or, you know, bring bring the issues to light uh, on a public platform in a, in a sphere, then that's, that's hugely satisfying uh, for me. So, you know, I, I um, and even the volunteers that come in and they do fantastic work, um, it really, it really touches me because it feels like it's coming. Um, it's coming from within. Um, you know, the desire to help is coming from within. Mashallah, mashallah. This is this is so heartwarming. May Allah bless you, mashallah. Um, you touched upon earlier in this interview about Brothers Road. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your experience with that? In the next episode, inshallah, we're going to be talking in detail about this. But just as a teaser to the audience and maybe sharing with us a little bit about your experience and how that has helped you. Can you um, tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So they were called uh, People Can Change, and then they changed their name to Brothers Road. So they offer a weekend, which is called Journey into Manhood. Mm -hmm. Um, Journey into Manhood is a peer-led experiential weekend. And what I mean by experiential weekend is that it's all about the experience. So I remember being emotionally triggered. You know, I was crying. I was scared. I was angry. I was happy. So it's 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 designed to basically get you in touch with your body, with your emotions and what you're feeling as so much of us in SSA are disconnected from our emotions and our feelings and our body. And, you know, the weekend is designed to be experienced. So if I tell you things from there, you're like, oh, this doesn't make sense. But when you experience the weekend, when you experience that, and, you know, a lot of uh, brothers have, they can testify that, um it's it's been immensely helpful so it's it's coming from an understanding of the body rather than understanding of the mind sometimes we're so stuck in the mind Mm -hmm. that we don't understand what our bodies and what our emotions are are telling us uh i attended the weekend in april 2013 it was actually the last weekend they had in england Mm -hmm. and the biggest thing that I got from the weekend was I could finally see a way out. I saw individuals for the first time in my life which had left SSA or they had overcome it, you know, or or they were in a better place now. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it brought immense hope in me that I I could see individuals who were there, who were helping, who had who had gone past that. And actually, the, the the week after, it was the first time in my life I felt I didn't have any SSA. <laughs> I was on a spirit, you know, like spiritual high. And they they warn yeah. you about that. <laughs> They're like, don't make any decisions after the weekend because you're you're in a different state now. Absolutely, um, yeah. <laughs> and I've I've helped staff weekends in Poland. Um, you know, I can really vouch for the work that Brothers Road is doing. Um, and I, I argue that, you know, it, it's, it's, and I say this to Rich, Rich Weiler, that his work is better because he's treating um, people regardless of religion, viewpoint, or any distinction. You know, it was so difficult for me as a Muslim to find 
uh, a safe space as a Muslim for this issue. And Brothers Road is one organization which helps you. They don't care about your religion, where you're from, any other distinction, and they're there to help you. Um, Mm -hmm. But actually, the biggest thing was, apart because the weekend is only a weekend, it was the follow-up from the weekend, which is their Journey Together groups, which is what Support Circle is based off. Mm -hmm. Uh, Support Circle is then tailored, especially for Muslims, but uh, it it was the realization that you know I finally found uh, like-minded people. I, I found like-minded individuals who were going on the same journey that I was going through. So I think that's the biggest thing which I I got from from Brothers Road, and I you know I'm still involved with the community and the the amazing work that that they do. Mashallah, that's that's wonderful. Um, and the last question for today is any last words that you would like to give to the listeners? Um, I think the biggest thing which I got from my journey was the understanding that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you SSA or tested you with SSA because he knows, um, you have the ability to, to you know, um, to see it, to understand it, and to overcome it, because Allah does not trial a soul with more than it can bear. Right. So if He's gifted you with that, then He's gifted you because you're a special individual which um, has a difficult trial. You know our mm-hmm. our prophets had immense trials which we cannot fathom. Absolutely. But that showed their stature. Mm-hmm. Um, that showed what they were capable of. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you uh, this trial, then know that he also is there to help you get out of it. And, you know, that's that's very important. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your words and thank you for your time. Shazakallah khairan. This has been a wonderful interview. I really appreciate uh, you joining me today. It's been a huge honor for me. And um, yeah, we are definitely looking forward to uh, seeing how strong support, inshallah, flourishes and uh, has a more long-lasting impact on the Muslim community, inshallah, throughout the world. May Allah bless your efforts and continue to increase you. And inshallah, you will all find the links for uh, Brother Ali's um, interview on the Muslim vibe, as well as strong support and all of the relevant links that he has spoken about in the episode description below. Jazakallah uh, khairan, Ali, once again, thank you for your time. Thank you, Brother Wahid. And with this, we have come to the end of today's episode. I hope that you have uh, benefited from it, inshallah. Uh, in the next episode, inshallah, I will interview my friend uh, Yusuf Salam, who is the main administrator of the uh, Straight Struggle group, which has recently moved to the Discord platform. 
Until then, please stay safe and healthy. And as always, you can listen to our episodes on awaybeyondtherainbow.busproud.com, where you will also find all the transcripts and the um, links to any external resources. And you can also listen to us on your favorite podcast apps. And if you have any questions or comments or suggestions at any time, you can always email me on awaybeyondtherainbow at gmail.com. Until next episode, take care of yourselves. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.